This is a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. Go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Sometimes it's true, I am a toy, contrived to please some active boy. But I amuse each jack-a-dandy, and great men sometimes have me handy. Who, when on me get astride, think that on Pegasus they ride. Good morning and welcome to this week's edition of the Arabos Will Use Group Radio Program on Community Radio 3CR 855 AM in Digital. Special one hour Radiothon edition and we've got a big studio in here today. How? Putting you on the spot. Say again. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're gathered here today to celebrate some Queen's birthday. I presume Betty Battenberg is the woman we're support, supporting. Mm. But actually, it's if according to. Um, the logics of the internet. Yesterday or Friday was the bicycle's 200th birthday. So we're here at 3CR. Of course, in our radiothon, we want to keep going. We want 3CR to get bigger and better than ever. But we're here to have a good time as well. And we should introduce ourselves. We've got a full studio today. Val, he was just speaking. Uh, hi, this is uh, Randall Stevens. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> and Steve's here. And we should have faith shortly. And my name's Chris. So on today's show, we're going to be having, as I said, a full hour. And uh, if you feel like ringing in and give us us money on uh, 0394198377, and uh, one of our handy assistants will be picking up the phone and handing us. She just gave us a bow from Studio 2. Thank you, Gab. <laughs> And we've already made a fair bit of money, haven't we, uh, Val? We've we've been the very humble benefactor of a lot of good feelings, supported by a little bit of folding stuff. Yes, but it's what it says to me is that people are interested in making sure that the Yarrabug and 3CR keep going on and on and on. And before we hum into the it, we should drive back. You've got a bike moment to share with us, Chris, I'm told. Oh, I do indeed, and I believe it was uh, something to do with watching TV last night, which was one of the most actually exhilarating on-the-edge-of-your-couch um, moments in recent uh, cycling history, or Australian cycling history, was um, it was the uh, Dolphin Criterium. Criterium de Dauphine. And it came down to 10 seconds where Richie Port taken out his first Grand Tour and he didn't get it because it was a time trial and there was time bonuses on the finish and he missed out by 10 seconds. And to use a... uh, uh, There was a very mangled expression from many years ago on social media that Australian cycling fans were on the edge of their barbecues. I was on the edge of the couch, weren't you, Steve? Yeah, it it was... Yeah, I mean, it... it, Criterium du Dauphiné, it's an eight-stage eight race. It packs all the excitement, 
of a Grand Tour into eight stages. So it's the compact version of of sitting up for three weeks watching the tour in uh, in one handy package. And we had what a result, but. So near, but so far. Uh, for the first Tasmanian, uh, first Tasmanian <laughs> winner of the uh, of a Grand Tour. I was going to I was going to revert my Victorian um, citizenship for about a full twenty four hours if this went off. Um, Can I just ask a question? Since we're getting into the minutiae of nationalisation and groups, yeah. North or South Tasmanian, as Richie Port. North. Does that mean he drinks Bogues or Cascades? Yes. Oh, well, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of open. <laughs> it would be yeah. Bogues. God, we can cut each other up all the way through, can't we? Oh, man, tell me about and it. Then you'd, no, you'd, I'm going to in a minute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably, then you'd probably argue over which side of the Tamar you grew up on. I don't know. I've, been, I've, I've never been there very much. I've got a uh, friend who moved from uh, the east side of Bendigo Street to the west side of it. And I said to her in the cafe the other day, I'm not too sure whether I'm allowed to speak to you now that you've moved across <laughs> the divide. Yeah, well, it's similar things in the inner north. Like, you know, do you live north or south of, you know, Separation Street or, exactly. you yeah. know, See? and Brunswick yeah, yeah. Street? And Odd number or even number? Yeah, it's, it's tough. Anyway, because we're in the spirit of the Queen's birthday and the Radiothon, we realise that all those boundaries have disappeared for the day. I was riding up Hyatt Street this morning. You can, it is just beautiful here in Melbourne this morning. You can hear a car four blocks away because there's no other cars around. I'm riding up Hyatt Street and coming the other way is a usual sign at uh, a Sunday morning about this time. Roadie fully decked out, every bit on it. As I rode past him, he looked up and gave me a big smile. And I thought, geez, that's one for the books, isn't it? Cody's <laughs> are people too. Um, no. no. <laughs> there wasn't exactly a Maybot sort of idea about him, but I looked at it and thought, oh, I'm not too sure if I can trust that one. What <laughs> kind of? Did he have the full team kit on? And Should, I mean, sorry, excuse me. <coughs> he did certainly did. But anyway, it was lovely. Yeah, it's like you start you start getting into this kind of like you know. Uh, stratification of the cycling world and uh, th- those of us on the show we would like to believe it doesn't exist but but it does <laughs> and it's not some parallel universe it's there right in front of you the other highlight of my cycling week was watching kids riding around my local park yesterday and of course the guts are two or three bare hands land on them that split second where the little young fellow didn't know whether to start screaming or just you know shake it off it was lovely. He stood up, didn't do anything. Looked at Dad. Dad said, "You'd be right." Uh, 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 and on they went. It was lovely. Yay! I, I just saw something similar uh, on on the way here, not fifteen minutes ago. Um, there was there's a, uh, a lot of families out this this morning. Mm. Um, young girl uh, uh, crossing over um, Ligon Street, I think, got caught in the tram tracks, and there was a there was a bit of um. A uh, bit of a traffic jam of all the, you know, uh, with the cyclists trying to get across and a couple of joggers. But yeah, she picked herself up and and, and got across them. That, that was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the, uh, the the glove as the uh, most important safety uh, item that you could possibly be wearing at the time. <laughs> Very hard to convince some people of that, though, Steve. I've got to say, I'll get to a story from one of our donators actually lately about this. I think the hardest I've ever hit the road. That was the thing that's that reduced the most injury. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I've never actually had an impact on my helmet. Well, no, I've had things hit my helmet, but this, this is, is enough. This is where a bit where goes off. Klaxion goes off. Um, what? 
you don't mention the H word. The what? The my, what? My apologies. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being facetious. There was a lovely, the, um, I had a wonderful one of the bike highlights of this year, if we're taking the end of the financial year as a year, which we're not. Um, there was that um, the pushy women, and I, I'm, I think it was Catherine, but I'm not 100% sure, put a helmet on, put some gloves on, look hot, get on the bike. They were the four instructions, but it's interesting the gloves were one of them, yeah. one of the first ones. Well, can't leave home without them. So yeah. I reckon we should do a little bit of a thing for Radiothon. How can people give? There we go. Reach into the pocket. Now, the phone number here at 3CR, of course, is... Nine four one nine eight three double seven. Now, if you're a little bit shy, and you're, or actually, you're not in the office today, but if you want to text us in a um, little um, get up and go note, it's zero four double eight nine three zero eight five five. I'll repeat that again: zero four double eight nine three zero eight five five. And on the landline, that's 94198377. Now, we should thank a few of our already donators. Where do we start? That's a very good question. Um, Troy Parsons, thank you very much from Abbotsford. Uh, Jesse McClellan from Huddleburg, thank you. And Sean from Fitzroy. I could keep going because I've got the list. Adrian from Hughesdale. <laughs> Don't use them all up yet. We've got an hour to go. Okay, <laughs> I'll stop right there. And you, our special listener. Now, if you want to know how, you know, we'll just repeat it again about uh, calling in. I'll just play this. Radiothon is a time for raising money, but it's also a time when we get to hear back from our listeners about how you feel about the station. We'd love to hear from you during Radiothon, so ring up, donate and have a chat. Our number is 9419 8377. 3CR, Radio for Change. And you're back listening to Yarra Bicycle User Group Radio on Community Radio 3CR 855 AM and Digital, one of the very few radio stations I believe is still doing call signs. Now, what about the 200 years of the Bone Shaker bicycle? I mean, we've had uh, like a few events. Um, I'm kind of a little bit funny about this one because it's about actually about the hobby horse, not the actual safety bike and in a drive chain sort of thing. No. But we must acknowledge that it's been 200 years of um, since this came about and a little bit of background to it, which is actually quite relevant for today's history of environmental change. We're going back to 1815. German. German. Are now, you going to go German? Yeah. I'm the French will say you're wrong and yeah. the Dutch will say you're wrong as well. But there was an environmental reason why this bloke came up with it. Um, I should have his name in front of me, but my phone's gone blank. But it Not was Drewston. No. Drewston, yeah. Sorry. Now, can, if you cast your mind back to the early 19th century, what happened in, in 1816? Well, I'm thinking Napoleonic Wars were Ooh. on or off at that point. Oh, a little bit too late. I'm thinking the toll on the Westgate Bridge was not invented yet, so the roads were pretty terrible. I'm thinking natural hey. environment thing. Last of the Ice Age, no. Nah, getting close. Things that go bang. 
Oh, Krakatoa. Ah, that no. was a bit later. That was the 1880s. Uh, the what was it? One before that. Yeah, what was it? And it's actually the skylight in the background of Mook's scream is a result of that explosion. Um, Mount, um, Crack, no, Krakatoa. Oh, Tambora. 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 Now, 18... 18- Tambora went up in Indonesia. Now, we're going, you're going, what the hell has this got to do with bicycles? Actually, it's a fair bit. What happened is that the next year was a year without a summer. And there was famine, there was a lot of problems with the food, and horses weren't being fed properly and starving. So this bloke thought he'd come up with, or this gentleman, this uh, um, uh, would come up with an alternative to the horse, which is the two-wheel contraption that we know as the bone shaker and or the... The velocipede. The velocipede. Yeah. So it's actually got a very relevant thing for today because the bicycle was kind of partially or expedited because of environmental factors. And we're facing the same thing today wow. in terms of our um, you know, urban impact and global changes. Um, we later say global warming on 3CR without someone calling in and abusing us. Yes, we can. <laughs> someone demanding... <laughs> you you from the CSIRO. I was listening to someone this morning on the ABC and I was like, just let them go. Yeah, yeah Malcolm Roberts wants, cut, want, wants to <laughs> balance that, apparently. Let's get quick back to okay. the question. Yeah. Does a volcano erupting in yeah, Indonesia please. change the mode of transport in northern Germany? Yes, it does, obviously. But the bigger question is, when do we have carts, horse and cart, four wheels? Oh, that goes back a long, long way. Were you talking chariots? About chariots, oh, yeah, yeah. We're three, four thousand years. The invention, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the, the invention of the wheel and axle. Yeah, yeah. How come it took so long to cut one in half and run it one behind the other? Do you know what humans are? Like a decision-making process as well. Come on. No one innovate. No one innovated because all of those carts involved the the animal to pull it. Rather than the human, and the human pulling a, uh, pulling a, pulling a cart doesn't increase their range, whereas okay. a, hu- a uh, human on something that will roll down a hill okay. will increase their range without ex- extra energy. And when your horse is getting hungry because of no summer, no feed, then you need a innovation that changes the transport. So we had to wait to technology system. kind of caught up in the early 19th century. No, it was, it was based no. on need. It was based the, on need. They, yeah. they needed a way of transporting themselves further than they could walk without the horse or donkey or mule, etc. This is getting into so dangerously like pump no, talk, not. isn't Let's, it? I mean, this is an <laughs> indictment on the human, stupidity of the human <laughs> race. <laughs> I mean, I've got a horse and cart, it's a late Roman time, say, I'm somewhere, and I'm going up a hill and I've got a cart with not much on it, horse dies. I get out and I push the cart, so I'm sitting behind the cart pushing it. Doesn't it ever occur to me that, hey, I could work this a different way? Well, you could roll down the hill with the cart, but well, you don't well, you have get... lots of cart control there. No, it's but like, that'd, yeah. just, that'd just keep reinforcing the idea. Yeah. Stop cutting things horizontally, do it vertically. Anyway, let's Gentleman. move on. Correct. And I would say, actually, with what are we got? We're up to eleven or twelve gears yet. Oh man, we haven't we're even well got to the whole to twenty-one thing yet, have we? Oh, no, I think we're at tw- I think we're at twelve currently. 12. Only twelve. Twelve. I, I, I would think that shows, and, unless you've put them in a hub. Well, there you go. So we're going more and well, more we all the go, time. We could go either way. We could either go fixed or roll off. Which way do we want to go ahead in this direction, gentlemen? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's just a means of propulsion. Emily Hayes, we here at Yarrabug love you for supporting us. Many thanks. 
Ah, uh, now, little... Where are we up to? Oh, no, we're still 200 years 200 of bikes. 200 years of the bicycle, oh, which God, we're just ripping, 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 ripping. So apparently it was down. invented in Mannerheim, according to uh, Wikipedia. Steve, You're sounding you like Greg Hunt now, mate. No. <laughs> Where'd Steve. you get your ideas on climate change? Shit, Wiki- oh, Whoa, Wikipedia. Uh, one of my daughters is going to find me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I get fined for swear words at the dinner table. It's been quite funny. Um, 200 years of having bicycles... And still, they are one of the greatest, most efficient, most health-giving, most psychologically uplifting. What else can you say about a bike? They are just good for you. Oh, they're wonderful things. And to put, bring in a bit of a local favour, there's yesterday at the Brunswick Velodrome. Yes. Uh, there is 200 years of the bicycle celebrated. And I will, what was it, uh, Channel 7, I think, did a pretty good coverage of it last night. Like, they had a penny farthing race around the Brunswick Velodrome, which was a sight to behold. Wow. And Ooh. Charlie and Paul Farron. In... Bought out heart in, cos- in costume and probably bought out most of the museum. Oh, cool! This was yesterday, and um, th- and okay, we don't give them enough praise, but thank you to Bosco Network for putting that on because it was apparently a very good day. There you go. Now, long-term tragic listeners to this radio program will remember I did a show on Burnley Park. Uh-huh. and the kids of Burnley Park have made a little bit of a donation. And they gave us a bit of dog roll as well. I'm not sure whether you listen, Chris. They wanted to put a restaurant slash cafe slash oh, did, yeah, yeah. Wedding, wedding reception in the middle of the local park. Yeah. They said, I want a macchiata. I said, no, no, no. Yes, I've seen a way to be green that I know, no, no. They said, I want a macchiata. I said, no, no, no. And that's from Lulu, Daisy, Sophie and Roxy, Emma, Oscar, Cynthia and Lulu, human, Misha, Steve, Bear and Norman, Barry, Harriet, Kevin and Bess, Kevin, Toby, Miley and Ned, Walter, Domino, Alfie and Andrew, Casper, Graham, George and Max, Morty, uh, Kathy uh, and Liz, Janet, Florence, Claire and Harold, uh, Charlie, Noddle, Dino and Phil That noodle that'll be She'll be very upset that you've mispronounced her name <laughs> Two, two D's not I'm sorry my spelling is far beyond anything else <laughs> <laughs> you <should see> both. <laughs> It's pretty bad handwriting I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Yeah I know you've, you've been able to <laughs> Shackles, Cooper, Leone and Fran uh, Chaos, Helen, Jock and Rex okay. I spelled Chaos the right way too Because that's you how do. she spells it Andrew, Coco, Fergus and Zach uh, Rich, oh, Martin, Pe- Penny, Martin, Martin, Martin. Oh, his handwriting's not that bad, folks, it's just me. Uh, Martin, Penny, and Dan. Chris, Lottie, Hawk, and Kate. Uh, Mardine, Maika, Margaret, and Maria. Vanessa, Nutella, John, and Daisy. Ziggy, Penny, Gavin, and Eric. Brad, Giselle, Frankie, and Winter. Jimbo, Carlos, Richo, and Caro. Ed, Justine, Roxy, and Shag. And Jan, John, Jenny, and Harry. And Maureen and Marie. Thank you very much for the kids from Burnley Park. I was up all night trying to get all those names right. <laughs> so that was, that was uh, human and canine friends. I think so. The sound, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting names in there. Okay. I didn't put asterisks next to their names, as which was which. I tend to confuse the two of them. Actually, always call the human the dogs' names. Always made for a great introduction. 
Okay, well, we I think we will take a quick break and we'll be back in a moment with some more Radiothon show. Radiothon 2017. 3CR, Radio for Change. 9419 3CR.org.au. The best things in life are free. But you can give them to the birds and bees. I want money. 3CR, Radio for Change. That's what I want. Listening to Yarra Bicycle User Group Radio and Community Radio 3CR 855 AM and Digital. And this is our special hour long Radiothon program, and that was uh, Half Man, Half Biscuit. See that my bike's kept clean. And. Guitar playing Ice Volvo. Got to have more of them. Yeah, exactly. 3CR was formed 41 years ago, you know. To counter capitalist media, God, there's not much of it around anymore. We are delivering radio for the people by the people. We ask all our supporters to donate in June so we can stay radical and independent. Worth noting one of uh, my guiding principles from Noam Chomsky is that actually if you want to know what's happening in your local area, your best place to start is local radio. And to keep local radio local, it's time to donate. 9419 or text or call 0488 Get in early. Get a good-looking receipt. 
tax deductible. And remember, because it's the 30th of June coming up, Yep. make it soon as possible. There we go. Gotcha. I'll have to have a word to my accountant and my financial manager. I'll, yeah, I'll have a talk to my people. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two dogs at home. <laughs> Shit, you want biscuits this week or not? <laughs> There's an austerity program coming here. Look, and just we should just touch, I know this is a bike show, we should just touch on this as far as media is concerned. I think what we've watched, or what I've been watching over the last 18 months, is the English press especially what we would normally think to be a little bit progressive or left-leaning, spend 18 months attacking Jeremy Corbyn as a non-electable, not a career politician, which is probably the greatest compliment they've ever paid for him. (laughs) I think, I mean, we can get a little bit trapped in this idea. I would tell people that the Daily Mail in London spent 13 pages, the first 13 pages of their newspaper the day before the election on a hatchet job. That's the right-wing press. Not too worried about it because you know where they're coming. I'm just looking at this thing that's happening and that actually... Bernie Sanders probably suffered from the same of it a bit. Yeah. Reinforced by a Democratic National uh, Committee who weren't going to let him have a say. But this has been really quite fascinating to watch a personal attack on somebody for 18 months, you know, as not a real real politician. That's why we need people like 3CR. That's why it's important that actually things change. That's people like Democracy Now!, Amy Goodman, Noam Chomsky, you know, you just keep going. These are important matters. I think some of those media outlets have got a bit lazy and, and just keep on the bandwagon rather than actually doing... Any any real work themselves? No, they're they're trapped in a, a warp. They all say the same thing. They say, yeah, there so was nobody sticking out and saying, "Hey, listen, this is you're going down the wrong path here." Yeah. You know, yeah. it was in like a, I'm gonna, it was like an elite bubble, and the mm. bubble happens to actually be, you know. And you're saying about right wing media, um, or what we perceive thereof. There was also a fair bit of bias from The Guardian as well, who we thought were more progressive. There was a lot of anti-Corbyn stuff in that That's as exactly well. the paper and I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, to bring it back to Matters Bicycles, there was only one real issue for me with, um, with Jeremy Corbyn, that he actually had two bicycles. That's a bit bourgeois, There's a bit bourgeois, yes. Um, I'm a bit concerned about that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, back, getting back to the elections and bringing it back to a bicycle kind of yes. thing, uh, the, the, the UK blister soul still have um, uh, novelty candidates. He still can, you know, and Lord Buckethead stood yes. in Maidenhead, which he stood, he, going back 30 years, he stood against uh, Margaret Thatcher as well. But he stood in her oh, electorate of. But. And yeah, can, I just, just fin- can I just finish? <laughs> He's got 15 points on his manifesto, and the 15th is that everyone gets a free bicycle oh, um, to combat um, obesity and pollution. And if you have a and bicycle know, theft, and bicycle <laughs> theft, because if you all have your own bike, no one gets their bike nicked. That's like a common living wage. But yeah. Mr. Fishfinger received more votes yes. than <laughs> Lord Buckethead. And well, you think about it. The H word. Yeah. Oh, well, Klaxian, someone's on that. <laughs> uh, but the, there was a very good God, point brought up about Lord Buckethead and Mr. Fishfinger and Emo that they combined got a hell of a lot more votes than um, Malcolm Roberts ever did. I think Elmo only got three votes. What? Yeah, but um, Mr. Fishfinger got a couple of hundred, didn't he? 300 and something, 309 well, or something. Did you notice that that's a, I think that's something that we should bring in Australia? So in a local electorate, 
at the local town hall where they do the voting, all the candidates in that electorate get lined up in their local area while the head poo bar reads out the votes. Mm. So that wow. picture of Mr. Buckethead and Elmo and Theresa May, May and Mr. Fisher, you can't. You're not at the Conservative Party having no. pop and champagne. You're at the local town hall, standing next to Mr. Buckethead and Elmo and Lord Screaming Such. The English have a great tradition oh, of this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's on. It's all on public display, which I think is wonderful. That's and where the expression where the hustings comes from as well, because they used to build these wooden stands, and afterwards they would break down the stands and build and burn them. You know why it's on Thursdays? Oh, yeah. What? The English election. Yeah. yeah. Market day. Yeah. Oh, here we go That's again. the day you go to town. That's the day you go to town. That's where we have market day. Okay. And in America on Tuesday, because you can't have it on Sundays, and if you need a centre, the reason why they picked Tuesday, because they reckon you could get to most centres on horseback in one day from Sunday. So if you had to travel to a centre, you had the whole of Monday after doing nothing on Sunday, you had a day's horse trip to get to the voting centre on the Tuesday. Mm. There's a strange... Strange things. Strange. Now we amble amble across the road for a barbecued sausage and do it on a Saturday. Democracy sausage. Oh, Bunnings. Yeah. There's our new new voting centres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bunnings sausage. That (laughs) number again, if you want to donate to 3CR, is 9419 8377. Call now or go to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. And there's a couple of little boxes in there and there's a text box where you want to uh, give your donation to, make sure that you put down Yarra Bug Radio. And you can text that on 0488 930 855. Now we've got another list. Oh, sorry. No. I interrupted the bell. Keep talking. It's just a background noise. Uh, I have Don- a, a donation from Commuter Cycles. Uh, the good people at Commuter Cycles. There we go. There once was a mechanic, a cycling manic, who cherished a long-held ambition to build a shop for commuting, a bike troubleshooting, commuter cycles tradition. Finn. There we go. That comes from young Finn at Commuter Cycles. Thank you, Finn. There oh. we go. That's lovely. Love those guys. They keep me rolling. Uh, Rebuild my bike, I don't know how many times now. Oh, well, you just keep bringing it back and abusing it. We keep fixing it up. You know, it's got this cycle going. Oh, God, how did that work? (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Um, Stan Lehman, friend of mine. Many thanks, Stan. Stan's a um, Peugeot riding... Oh, he lives dangerously, Stan. He even got some train track, tram tracks on Saturday night. Ow. Stan's my age. Every mm. time he goes out, he usually gets a tram track. Yes. I said to him occasions, you know, life's like riding across tram tracks. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to be confident and sure of where you're going. No gloves either. Mm. <laughs> Bigger tyres, maybe? Oh, I've got the biggest tyres I can get on his bike. I don't think it's the tyres, brother. Mm. But anyway, <laughs> many thanks, Stan. You've been a long-time supporter. Thank you very much. A little bit of local news if there we, we want go. to pop that in. Now, this is actually quite very important. Uh, City of Yarra have a 30 kilometre, kilometre per hour speed limit trial and have your say on a proposed 30 kilometre speed limit trial in parts of Fitzroy and Collingwood. And they would like to hear from local residents, businesses, 
owners and visitors about traffic experiences in Fitzroy and Collingwood. A 12-month, 30-kilometre-hour-per-hour trial will be subject to the outcomes of the community consultation and research. So, how do you get involved? Well, there's an online feedback form, which I'll read out in a minute, and you can contact the project manager, Ted Teo, Senior Traffic Engineer, on 921... No, sorry, that again. 9205555, or I'll give the email possibly in the podcast with a link. And as part of our research into the trial, the Council is partnering with Monash University to undertake a survey of randomly selected households in the Fitzroy and Collingwood area. If your household is selected for the survey, you will receive a letter from the Council with further details. And the consultation will close at 5pm on Friday, 23rd of June. Now, to find out more about that, go to yoursayyarra.com.au and look for the uh, speed limit trial on that page. What do you think of that, of uh, having a crack at those sort of things? Oh, I'd love it. Whereabouts? Um, I think this is a block bounded by one of the southern... I do remember this coming into the media and people getting a little bit... Oh, it's the... It came up, um, if I remember right... Yarra went down this track of that eight or nine years ago. I think there was uh, a very push to make some of the streets all mm. 30. If I can remember okay. correctly, there was a bit of a pushback so from the RACV. We're talking residential areas? Yes. Or not Smith Street? So if you think, no, if you think, uh, oh no, I would imagine Smith Street, well, I'm not too sure what they're doing. But if you can imagine um, all schools are 40. Yeah, yeah. Most roads in Yarra, most um, roads, you know, in neighbourhoods are all 40. Yeah. yeah. You know, the idea well, is that... Sydney Road is 40 now. I mean, that's not City of Yarra, is it? No, but most of it is, yeah. I think Bridge Road is still 50. I'm not 100% um, sure. I'm sure it still is. That's no, a it's 40, 40, 40 in most of it. Or yeah. it, 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 um, it's during, during certain hours, it's like those late, late uh, yeah. night hours, it goes back to being the default 50. Yeah. Which is a Vic government. It's a Vic Gov road anyway. Yeah. Uh, so the idea is to get all those local streets down to 30. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the actual area, they're looking at northern parts of Fitzroy and Collingwood down to take the trial. Um, the residential streets are located within the area bounded by Alexandra Parade, Hoddle, Nicholson and Johnson Street. There you go, that's a good swipe. Yeah, yeah. that's a good uh, swipe. Yeah. So do you think you can ride your bike at 30 k's an hour through that? Well, not if there are cars parked on both sides of the road. You oh, know no. that. <laughs> I can get up to 30 for a brief moment. <laughs> Down the hill from, yeah. Uh, I was just remembering in, um, in Sydney last year when, when the police started to, um, uh, they were uh, trying to speed gun um, cyclists going through a park because they'd, they'd put in some arbitrary speed limit, and I think it was around 30. And they actually gave some tickets out. Mm. Anyway, they did something like that along South Bank a couple of years ago as You're well. Kidding. Nah, it's just it, it, it's it's one of those law and order things. You've got to be seen to be doing something, and it usually ends up being all uh, half. The, the trouble is, there's no legislation yeah. around it. No, they're all just regulations, and they just come and go. When does the trial? Uh, when does your say finish? It, uh, I think it was around about the end of this month, which was typing my password back in. Du, 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 du. I think it was 26th. If you're, if, if you're involved in Yarra Council, you're saying Yarra Council is pushing that idea. I mean, the, I'm going to say the Swanson Street plans were the start of it for Mer- Melbourne City Council. Put five options up, get everybody to comment on them. And of course, we knew that cyclists all 
other people that comment. Mm. And pedestrians. And pedestrians. Oh, but the idea of then going to it, and they're asking for submissions, and Yarra Council are getting very good at this. Mm. You know, you've seen them, I'm not going to say the backtrack, but they put up an idea of a bin tax and obviously got a lot of pushback. Mm. But you're saying there's another one on park um, uh, design and stuff. Yeah. I think that... Yeah, local councils are going more down the, are much more on a, on a consultation level with actually people who can bother to push the on button, get onto the web page and tick a few boxes. And it is quite, um, the feedback is quite good, okay. The uh, community consultation closes on the 23rd of June. But if you go to that page, you'll say Yarra. They've got a whole bunch of stuff on an alternative draft budget, linking yep. back into what you're talking about, the bin tax. Yes. So it shows they are responding to community feedback. Yes. It's interesting. I'm, I know I shouldn't. No, of course I should take these points sometime. I've got a lot of people around my area and complain about the bin tax. And I said to one of them the other day, you should go out there on a Monday morning on just the street we live and see how many overflowing bins there are. Oh, yeah. The amount of stuff that we throw out in rubbish, I can understand why people should be charged more for it. It's enormous. All those old 10-speed and 8-speed cassettes off bicycles that are no longer usable, Steve. <laughs> Wouldn't they go into your recycle bin? Well, I don't know. Who rides 8 and 7-speed anymore? Yeah, it's oh, a big passe, I'm isn't it? I've got a cassette. Thank you very much. I'm still running Shimano 600 on my bike. Well, there we go. See, I'm fairly across the confidence. Well, no, I'm suggesting that the... Climate impact of bicycles is now embedded in the manufacturing so much oh, that actually it, you'll have to ride it for a hundred years to actually make it come back, <laughs> unless you buy an offset, of course. Mm. They've gone. Mm. I'm just looking over at a vinyl record. You know, they they were they were uh, predicted to be extinct, so maybe they'll maybe they'll make it come. True. Those True. They made a big comeback. comeback. They have. And, and I, I would say they were always phoenix and very little ashes. Good Lord, this is Underneath the Arches by Bud Vinegar and Chessie Allen. That is old. And while we're all over the place, we've got a new guest in the studio. Guest? Guest. No. Guest. <laughs> Mine host, maestro. That's what you get called when you're late. Yeah. No. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> into, our welcoming, into our welcoming arms. Faith is in the studio. There we go. You've got to have. We had to have one dead joke for the day, didn't we? That wasn't too. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> anyway, good to see you, Faith. Morning. Morning. All well? Yep. Bicycle moment. Bicycle moment. Had a stunning day yesterday taking... Uh, we've got a uh, an exchange student from France staying with us at the moment. So we took him on one of those awesome Melbourne winter bike rides oh. down Capital City Trail, Docklands, Port Melbourne, St Kilda. And back. Beautiful day. Oh, it just magic. That ocean would have just been like a mirror. And the, and the sky. They're so still uh, the last few days. Really mm. beautiful. And the moon. Anybody said the moon yes. came up on Friday night? Oh, it was night. quite nice, wasn't it? Yeah. It was quite nice. They're putting on a show for us, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was like watching the Daphne last night, and it's like France, stop showing off, you know. It's just this natural environment. It's just amazing, isn't I it? I couldn't handle the green. It was so green and so summery. <laughs> That's why we watch this stuff. Anyway, Thirty um, kilometres an hour in local streets—it'll never work. Oh. I don't know if I can ride that hard. I oh, know. 
Um, I would remind you what we were talking about. The, um, the last time it came up in Yarra, and it was fair dinkum, they were really ser- furious mm. about it. And I think it was Jackie Fristacki was mayor, and mm. they were pushing things along. The... Um, the head of the RACV came out fabulously oh, in his did. editorial of the RACV magazine. It'll never work. And he said, why not? He said, people just won't obey it. That was it. Get rid yeah. of it. Well, anyway. the science on the survivability of but collisions is there. They've turned around, actually, the RACV. And... Hmm. Oh, sorry. Yep. Anyway. Uh, uh, Radiothon, Radiothon, Radiothon. Give, give, yeah. give, give. Um, pick up and dial. Um, if you're outside Melbourne, it's zero three. If you're inside Melbourne, it's nine four one nine eight three double seven. Or go to um, a website and this website, three crorgau forward slash donate, and make sure that when you select um, things there, and there's a little box that says where do you want to give your donation to or additional details, make sure that you put in Yarra Bug, so it goes towards our de- um, our total. So don't settle for mass-produced media. Donate to 3CR. Radio for, for change. It's one of a kind. 3CR is able to tell you what's happening in the world because our broadcasts are active participants in it. Australia has one of the most concentrated media landscapes in the world. The mainstream media is in turmoil. We can see that. The age is going downhill. What's happened to it? <laughs> Fairfax, second, it's media. Uh, is, well, it is in turmoil. Actually, it's been undercut by everybody. Mm. What happened to those rivers of gold? We know what corporate media doesn't respect our communities. Donate to 3CR and change the media landscape. Uh, be like second chance cycles. They've yeah. donated to Yarrabug. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Tires and wheels deflated, bars and grips mutated. Chain and cranks, red rust through, so f- so far from what once was new. Apollo Shogun, Bates and Elliot, Trek Giant, read and look. Pumped and bright, bell on tight, I'm ready to dance with my second chance. There you go, thanks, second chance cycles. Words, people. Words. Words and words. We've got a few other donations. Have we uh, thanked these people? We have thanked oh, those people. Most of those people. Most of those people. Yeah. We left one for you. Ah. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> no, I... Uh, yes, that, 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 that bloke, that bloke, yes. I, I, I did, on the way here, come up with a, a little ditty for this one. Um, and it's, it's, it's a bit of a private joke. Um, so I wouldn't take. Don't it tell too anybody else. I'm, no. nobody I'm just. I wouldn't take it too seriously. So uh, what was it? There, w- there was a bloke called Ron, sometimes known as Johannes, but there was a bloke called Ron, donated to the Radiothon. It was a bit Dutch. It wasn't much. That careful bloke called Ron. <laughs> and this is the Yarra Bicycle User Group Radiothon, the Slam Poetry Edition. Ah, yes. <laughs> There was a young there was a young man called Stephen who found that his rims were uneven. Ooh. And I can't and I've just Come fallen, on. I've no, fallen off lost, the cliff. You've lost lost the rest of it now. Oh, the re- I can remember because it, it was a bad limerick that I shouldn't say at this time in the morning. Bad limericks are meant to be bad. Oh, this was terrible. Oh, well, you know, Faith just pushed the microphone towards me, yes. but I don't think I could save that one. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good opening line, though. Mm. A very good opening line. Uh, and we, we do have um, another donation, a very nice donation from West Brunswick, mm. anonymous, uh. Uh, with um, 
Thanks for all the info. Loving the limericks. <laughs> Chris, you've got to finish that line. You've got... Oh. You've got... 14 minutes. You'll come up with oh, it. Oh, my brain has gone completely blank. Ah, there we go. It usually um, is. What have we got? Um, Rubay coming up. Yep. Yes. Signifies the end of the winter is coming up. Winter solstice. Winter solstice winter coming solstice, up. Solstice, yeah. Yep. We're going to yep. go and burn something for winter solstice. Mm. I was talking about that the other night. We seem to have drifted off that, didn't we? Mm. Burn all those a couple old of pallets. Hey? Yeah. Burn all those old cassettes. <laughs> there you go. Eight speed. That's what I was going to say before. I was going to say cassettes. Probably not so uh, come back, but they are coming back, aren't they? A bit. Audio versus uh, uh, digital versus analog, hard copy versus cloud. Which way to go? And it's a big weekend with Ruby because we've got the commuter cycle swift camp out. There we go. So there's going to be an early wake up and a quick turnaround to get back into Melbourne to Ruby. That's what cyclists like, though. <laughs> How far out is the camp out? Oh, it's only 35k or so. Oh, that's going to be brutal. Downhill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a big week coming up. And the other thing, of course, it, um, I don't want to get back to Richie Port. But it's um, it's always been when you were saying it was like a compressed Tour de France, yes. and it yes. has always been for fifty and sixty years one of the greatest form indicators for what's going to happen in a couple of weeks. Yeah, what yeah. I found a little disconcerting. I don't know if I heard this correctly, but go back to two thousand and eleven, Ricky came second in the Dauphine, and it was the same year that. Cadell got the tour, which means absolutely nothing, but I reckon Richie's probably feeling a little bit annoyed at the moment. Yeah. I mean if you look at the if you look at the way the it played out, six stage six he takes the lead. Um on that on that final stage you've got someone that's sitting only, you know, so many seconds behind you who manages to get away in the break and you you and your team can't catch that break to close it down. It's the way all of those classic um, stage race sort of things play out. If you if you can position yourself at the, and take advantage of the dynamics of what's happening of a group of people riding along up and down lots of lots of hills, um, that's the way you win them. And um, Mr. Um, Jakob Fulsang managed yeah, to time him time his efforts and position so well. And before we all go on about bloke racing, congratulations yes, to Petter Mullins, who won, who won uh, Crybaby Hill and the Tulsa Tough uh, overall omnium, over in the, if I get all my O's right. Omnium. Omnium in Tulsa. Uh, so well done, um, Petter Mullins. Uh, I could look a bit more into that. But, um, yes, women do ride bikes. And are we going to have um, another prologue thing this La year? La course. La course. So probably, yeah. I'm just a bit, I'm over kind of like all the stuffing about with, oh, are we going to put it on? No, are we going to put it on? Uh, are we going to give it uh, full promotional stuff? Are we not? Are going to do more than one stage as a as a token thing or yeah, what? It's a, yeah, tokenism, folks. No, never heard of it. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, where were we? Uh, athletes on bikes, that's right. Yeah, what about no. us normal, us normies, okay? That's um, what I'm trying to get, bring it back to. <laughs> bring it, bring it. <laughs> I fracture a collarbone two days later, I'm back on the bike going 180 k's. Come on, these people are robots. Yeah, no, they well, have, there was... They, yeah, have, yeah. they have very highly paid uh, care, I think, is the I other... Bet, I bet every little red blood 
corpuscle in their body is analysed and filtered and polished and cleaned. <laughs> Although, I have to say, isn't that one of the great things about the uh, ultra-endurance cyclists? Yes. Mm. That there we're yes. talking about real amateur cyclists, but who also break a collarbone, get back, get back on the bike. practically get, you know, yeah. Christoph yes. ran into a wombat. Yeah. And Don't need no uh, team car. No. Don't no need no car. drink bottles. No. No. Potato cakes. No. Coke. Coke. Mm. Cola. I Cola. <laughs> Steve, you, were, you bumped into Owen. Oh, yes. Um, yes, I did speak to one of the uh, indie pack riders uh, during the week. He had a very nasty He did have an yes. incident yeah. in South Australia. And then we're talking about Owen Marshall. Owen Marshall yep. um, recovering cycle. from his fractured ribs, um, trying to sort out an issue now with his knee. And I think largely also recovered from lots of stitches to put the skin back on his scalp. Um, but he's doing okay, though. <laughs> apart from that, yeah, he was chipper. Um, he's yeah, chipper. Yeah. yeah, the um, the the um, yeah, he did describe it as um, some of the hardest riding he's uh, ever encountered. Um, and but alone, unsupported. Yeah, well, yeah. even though they were, even though they did spend a, uh, he spent a large amount of time with, or riding in proximity with, the same uh, group of people. Um, yes, you are ultimately alone on those uh, endurance events. And I'll be noticing Sarah Hammond's been doing a fair bit of training in Tassie and South Australia. Was it for the race to the Rock? Is it coming up? Um, I think that's. A few months off still, yeah. September. But and yeah. also, yeah, the yeah. Trans Am's Trans Am's on. on at the moment. Uh, Tour Divide. divide. Yep. And oh, there's also yeah. uh, a newer race. There's, an up, the there's another of, one. Yeah. There's three that just kicked off in the US. Yeah. Mm. And some really uh, fascinating stuff going on in the Trans Am. There's mm. uh, the leading the women at the moment. There's a time that's ahead of last year's time. So uh, well worth checking that out if you can... Uh, find it online. You will be able to dot watch for yeah. sure. And the Transcontinental's coming up soon for Europe and we'll be watching Rishi. Yeah. yeah very much so. Because uh, Rishi Fox, we had Hi. her on the well, show. Yes. Yeah. Uh, interesting, she was kind of like uh, working out which roads she was going to ride on. And In Hungary, apparently, there's a lot of roads closed to cyclists, so she was trying to work out her route through that part of Europe, which is fascinating because it's not like a fixed route that you go on, it's... Yeah, you have yeah. to you more your own route. Oh, you can pick uh, your own way. Yeah, yeah there's checkpoints, compulsory checkpoints, and then you pick your route. So you can choose uh, the shortest route, which might be with a lot of climbing, or you could choose a longer route with oh, yeah. climbing, or you could choose to go straight through big cities, or you could choose not to. And so you can tailor your route to suit your strengths. Uh. But you might end up riding a lot of more kilometres than someone else, but then maybe you're not dealing with some of the other issues they're going to deal with. I think she said... 4,600-odd, um, and then did not have any idea of the climbing because she didn't believe that the mapping would be accurate enough. Next to me, Randall's licking his lips. <laughs> He's thinking of those kilometres. He could just bite them off and chew them. So is... Come on, don't sell yourself so short. This is what it's all about. It'd be a nice six-month tour, mate. There you go. Okay. I'm contemplating uh, riding to Sydney and back uh, this summer. Might might be a fundraiser, but uh, it depends if I can get the time off work and the money. But uh, mm. was it 4,600? That's 
that's, yeah. that's a lot. Yeah, it's but you can pick out, well, how long to race for, is it? Well, as long as it so takes. It's the same as the... Until in, someone wins. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, someone goes over but the it's the same as the it. same as the Indy Pack. It didn't matter if you were at the Christoph end of the race or you were at the Paul Ardell end of the end of the race, you were still racing. So getting to pick your own route, it's sort of, is orienteering still around? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's a thing. Stuff, so yeah. it's sort of like orienteering on a bike. And yeah, geocaching on a bike. Yeah. Geocaching. <laughs> Whoa, baby. Except, Geo, geocache me. Except, yes. <laughs> except, except the geocaching is about finding your um, potato cakes. I need uh, to disperse my cache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, look, I'm, I'm just going to play a quick thing for Radiothon and I'll be back in a moment. The 3CR annual Radiothon is here and in 2017 3CR is radio for change. From June 5th to the 18th we are asking you to help us stay on air by making a generous donation. Any amount you can afford makes a big difference and all donations over $2 are tax deductible. To donate call 0394198377 or donate online at 3cr.org.au 3CR Radio for Change Radiothon is a time for raising money but it's also a time when we get to hear back from our listeners about how you feel about the station We'd love to hear from you during Radiothon, so ring up, donate and have a chat. Our number is 9419 8377. 3CR, Radio for Change. Since 1976, 3CR has staked out a vital place in the airways, allowing us to broadcast news, analysis, music and the voices of hundreds of community groups. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. I should take note, actually, the remit and the style of 3CR has changed a little bit from 1976 to now, and you'll find those still the same things apply. Those groups that don't have a voice in the outside media or the corporate media have a voice on 3CR. 3CR needs to keep going. This is how you can help us keep going. And donate at 3cr.org.au forward slash donate or call 94198377. And in addition to that, you could also text or call your donation in at 0488930855. Or get on the website, that's www.3cr.org.au. Follow the prompts. Tick Yarrabug. And you can keep donating even after the show's finished. We'll Make let you sure keep giving us money. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you put Yarrabug into the comments box on the donation form or if you're going to call up, tell them when you do so that the money is the Yarrabug radio show is one of the shows you love listening to. And uh, you can do that online after we've gone off the air. And if you just want to wait a little bit and think about it, give yourself a three-day cooling-off period, the 18th of June is the official end of the Radiothon, but not really. We're in Radiothon mode all year round. We'll take your money any time. <laughs> and we'll give you, a, and I've had a word to Malcolm. He's going to give you a little bit of a tax dodge. I mean, a tax, <laughs> a little bit of tax holiday relief cut. Which one works best? Triple your, down economics. Triple down charity. <laughs> I've got you. That's the way it works. <laughs> a rising tide lifts I, all. I, I give 300,000 or something. No, let's not go there. <laughs> 
One of the interesting things I found out was it costs $90 to make an hour of radio, and that's even though all of us presenters are volunteers. So if you do enjoy listening to the Hour Radio Bug Radio Show and any of the other programs on 3CR, maybe that's something that gives you a bit of an insight into uh, some of the costs involved and uh, how much we rely on your donations to stay on the air. One thing I like to bring in mind is that 3CR puts 132 programs to air each week and not many of those are repeats, unlike some of the stuff I've been hearing on um, RN, which seems I can hear things three, four times, and it's a really disconcerting thing. Um, But on here on 3CR? All fresh. All fresh. All fresh. You can still catch it, though. Yeah. If you're going to go, if you podcast it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so that's 92 hours of current affairs and 73 hours of music in 19 different languages. Isn't that amazing? And we talk bike, too. Talk bike. There's not a lot of radio stations that talk bike. No, the interpreter's <laughs> out the back. Sorry. Yeah, we've got... Co- <laughs> Thank you very much for, joined, for joining us today on the... Te- no... Three tandems, two tandems. What was that bike that used to come along the critical mass? Had four people on the bottom, oh, two bike people. Bikezilla. Bikezilla. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on the Yarrabug Bikezilla show today. All the presenters here are amateurs. No, <laughs> volunteers. I thought we were going to do this in verse, but we're not going to. Oh, okay. <laughs> volunteers Thank you. brought to tears. <laughs> To allay my fears. But anyway, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> the chain red rust. Anyway, thank you very much. We'll be back. Chris and Steve will be back next week, and they promise to do the whole show next week in limericks. It's going to be fascinating. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I'll donate an extra lobster if you can do the whole show. Oh, man. That's not, uh, it's, it's a big lobster. It's a big lobster. <laughs> <laughs> big, okay. I've never known you to dodge a challenge. Thank you very much. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, too. It's Val. Thank you very much, Randall. Randall. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Faith. Thank you. Thank you, 3CR. And our podcast will be up later today or sometime during the week when we get around to it. But don't forget, go to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate, and you can donate at any time you like. And next up is? I believe we'll be Black Block. So um, we'll be uh, back soon. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.